Hello to all of our listeners and welcome to the 12th episode of the Property Insights Podcast. I'm Amber Furr, recording from our Dubai office, and today I'm joined by Alistair Dixon, founder and managing director of Project Furniture based in Manchester. So welcome, Alistair. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Hi, Amber. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. How are you? How is sunny Manchester? (laughs) <laughs> sunny manchester is not too bad actually today so um yeah i think anytime it's not raining in manchester we uh we take that as a as a bit of a win definitely so today's podcast then is all about a popular topic and a recurring question from many property investors and that is to furnish or not to furnish so before we go on to answering that question alistair give me a brief introduction to project furniture uh, yeah, so we uh, we set up Project Furniture in in August last year. So Project Furniture is is one of four companies within the project group, which is now a a multi million pound turnover now international business actually that works across sort of numerous numerous sectors in in the market. So at Project Furniture, we specialise in providing uh, furnishing solutions to the investment market. So whether you're buying one apartment or you're looking to furnish three hundred apartments, we have a service that's tailored to you. We take care of the whole process from quote stage right the way through to delivery and aftercare, meaning that it's a full hands-off service for, for the client. So any clients that are based overseas, you know, it's a full sort of hands-off service for them so they don't have to be present or, or in the country to, to take advantage of the service. Okay, great. So as I mentioned then, um, a question that property investors face is whether to offer their long-term rental properties as furnished or unfurnished. So having moved, uh, I moved to Dubai only about three months ago, actually, I relocated from the Manchester office. Um, And something that I noticed immediately when I was looking for a rental property here is that it's Mm. way more common for them to be unfurnished. And it took me a bit of a while to get used to that, really, because I know that whenever I've rented in Manchester before, they've always had a furnished option. So I know that it's definitely a lot more common in the UK, which mm. is something that I think overseas investors can take a while to, you know, come around to seeing the value yeah. of furnishing. Um, but from your perspective, then, how common is furnishing a rental apartment in the UK? Yeah, I mean, furnishing is is incredibly common now, certainly in the, the major city centres. So you Manchester, Birmingham, London, you know, they are hugely furnished markets. So if you take the the M1 postcode in Manchester, which obviously select uh, have a have a number of schemes within the the, the Manchester city centre area, that that is actually over ninety five percent furnished market. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So it just it just kind of means if you're an investor and if you don't furnish your apartment, it just kind of narrows your your target market massively. There is people and there is tenants out there that 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 do look for unfurnished properties, but. As we say, sort of ninety-five percent of the market are offering furnished properties. So, you know, if you don't furnish your property, it kind of narrows your market and and increases your chances of uh, the dreaded dreaded void periods. Um, I suppose. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the further out that you go from the city, you know, the more into the suburbs, that sort of percentage of furniture um, furnished properties decreases. But certainly, in the you know the heart of major city centres. It's, you know, it's pretty much a 90, 95% furnished market. Okay, great. So let's look then at the benefits of furnishing a rental apartment. I know you mentioned there, you know, higher demand and Mm. it's a lot more common and therefore investors don't want to narrow their target market. But what would you say the other benefits are of furnishing a property? Yeah, so so the benefits are if you want to rent your property out in in the quickest possible time uh, for the highest possible rental values, then 
you know, all sorts of surveys and, and research that has been done has, has shown that your property must be furnished. Certainly, as we say, in those sort of major, major city centre areas that, you know, there's an awful lot of competition now in the market. You know, the development boom specifically in Manchester is, is, is only growing and growing. So, you know, well-furnished property will not only attract you a tenant in the quickest possible time, but also retain that tenant, you know, away from the, the, the sort of ever-growing competition. Uh, I think it goes without saying as well, you know, property that's that's furnished well and presented well will obviously, you know, attract more attention both online, you know, in terms of uh, the right move activity, but also for viewings in person with uh, with potential tenants. I think most letting agents and, and estate agents will tell you, you know, the, the benefits of, of having a property that's well presented just certainly yeah. sort of makes their their jobs a lot, a lot easier than a property that's not particularly particularly well presented. Definitely. I think as from a tenant side as well, viewing a property with no furniture in, it can be quite difficult to visualize yourself living there, um, just sort of presented with an empty room. But yeah, like you say, something that we've noticed with mm. all of our, our rental properties that have been furnished is that investors generally can charge a premium of around sort of 15 to 20% higher. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. It really does improve investor returns as well. Definitely. And another thing as well that I think appeals to investors about furnished property is much quicker move-ins. You know, tenants can quickly and easily move in and out of apartments, you know, less hassle, quicker contract exchange, and less to factor into the tenant's decision as well. Yeah, definitely. I think like you say, it's, you know, sort of, you were saying earlier about Dubai, you know, Dubai is not a furnished market. So, you know, people will carry their own furniture. Whereas, you know, in Manchester, people just don't carry furniture. So, you know, it just sort of, um, as we say, just sort of uh, narrows your potential market because you're looking for a niche market of people that are carrying their own furniture, as well as just sort of lengthens that process because people have to go out and sort of source their their own, you know, their own their own furniture. So it's just they just don't have that ability to just pick the bags up and just move straight in. It's, you know, it's kind of seen as a, a bit more of a hassle than a property that's, that's ready to go. Absolutely. I think people sort of, millennials and gen z in particular is all about that really flexible lifestyle isn't it like you say just being able to move around you know shorter term tenancies um potentially for people that might not want to be locked into the same mm. city for five years and so yeah. on um, yeah so the the number one uh, objection that we get is is always about price and cost and return on investment so we always say that you know you should see that return on investment immediately certainly if you if you achieve a tenant you know, within sort of a week or a month of placing your property on the market, you know, it's much better than having your property sat on the market for, for three to four months. So, you know, we always say that the, you know, potential three to four thousand pounds that you spend on your furniture will be well spent because it means that you don't uh, or you limit your chances of having those, you know, those long void periods, which just essentially are just a, a nightmare for, for all investors. Definitely. And I think I think you mentioned earlier as well that you offer this sort of hassle free hands off approach, which I think is really attractive, as you said, to especially overseas investors who might be put off the idea of furnishing because they think they have to do that themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's very much, you know, our, our business and our industry is very much built on the service. You know, it's easy, it's hassle free, and we're always looking at ways to make the process more and more efficient for, for our clients. So just the, the ease of using ourselves to, you know, to, to procure the right furniture, to place it in the right, you know, the right areas, leave it all delivered, assembled and installed and just leaving your property as attractive as possible. Just, you know, is, is a massive sort of weight off the shoulders of any investor that's worrying about having to furnish, you know, furnish their properties. I think in, in the days when businesses, you know, like ourselves weren't 
weren't in operation, you know, you'd find investors going to your IKEAs or, you know, your, your sort <laughs> yeah. of day, your day-to-day furniture shops and, you know, either building the furniture themselves or, or you know, finding local tradesmen, which, which of course, just increases the cost. So, you know, it's, it's as you say, it's very much about the service that, that we offer um, that is the most attractive normally for, for our clients. Absolutely. And I think on our side as well, the only other sort of common objection that we get with regards to furnishing a property is the sort of risk of damage to the property Mm. that I think investors can be quite concerned about. But something that we've noticed in our market is that renters used to have more of a sort of um, negative reputation, you know, especially Mm. students about being quite reckless if the furniture doesn't belong to them. We've actually seen the complete opposite. You know, we've seen tenants taking a lot of pride in in their apartments and the aesthetic of it all and how nice the furniture and how high quality the furniture is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, certainly the the select developments are, you know, very premium developments. The kind of tenants that, that you're looking to achieve are normally you know, people with, you know, with high aspirations and they certainly take care of uh, of what's in their apartment. Um, yeah. And also, you know, from, from our side, you know, we kind of understand that the people using the furniture aren't, you know, aren't the actual purchasers um, of the furniture. So all of our furniture is built to, uh, you know, a, a contract grade and we yeah. offer, okay. you know, varying warranties as well on, on the furniture as well, which can vary between, you know, 12 months to, to five years. So, you know, we, we certainly believe in the, the quality of our products. I think for any investor that, you know, has to replace furniture. And I suppose that comes back to the point about, you know, spending the right amount of money on, on your furniture. Because if you, you know, you're replacing your furniture on a regular basis, it just kind of eats into the, the bottom line and, and, the, and the profitability of the, the whole asset. Absolutely. And I think the other thing that we've noticed with unfurnished property is that, of course, with tenants moving big pieces of furniture in like sofas and beds, it often causes more damage to the actual property itself. You know, the paintwork or um, Mm. other little bits that, that can sort of get caught when people are dragging furniture in. Yeah, I mean, a lot of our furniture now, and, and that's kind of something that, that we've recognized uh, over the years. So a lot of the furniture that we have now does have, you know, protective feet and that kind of thing, because we understand that, you know, we're usually placing furniture onto quite expensive uh, and premium flooring. So all of the furniture does come with protective guards. And also when, you know, when we're actually installing uh, the furniture, we take the utmost care to make sure that there isn't any damage i mean we take sort of pre-installation and post-installation videos as well so that you can see you know the condition of the property before and after we've uh, we've been in to install the furniture okay great so moving on then to question four what type of furniture are tenants looking for yeah i mean i suppose um certainly in the you know the select developments that that are in the market at the moment they're certainly very premium uh, and aspirational development so you know, we always try and recommend furniture that mirrors the lifestyles that the tenants are uh, are trying to achieve. You know, they look for the furniture to be homely as well. You know, to make them feel feel at ease. Um, you know, people are obviously working harder than ever. I think at the moment. So, you know, when they yeah. come home after a long day, they want to be able to relax and you know, kind of kind of chill out as well. You know, it's always very neutral and contemporary as well. With obviously, you know, our biggest market being investors, we don't want to put furniture in there that's going to, you know, sort of oppose any potential potential tenant so you know whilst it's very design led it's you know it's sort of designed to to appeal to to the masses and of course you know just like we mentioned before about durability you know the furniture's uh, obviously designed to to be as durable as possible so that investors don't have to keep replacing the furniture i think one you know one other thing that we've certainly noticed uh, over the last couple of years certainly after the pandemic is is the work from home craze yeah obviously a lot of people are, are more than ever um, are working from home so 
you know, it's always an idea to to consider having a you know potential office space within uh, within apartments. Um, you know, normally the biggest restraint on that is is size and price. But you know, we've got some quite sort of qu- clever and quirky uh, solutions that we think um, you know are quite cost efficient as well um, that we could certainly recommend. So it's it's definitely something investors should consider is having that you know that potential space um, for people for people to be able to you know work from work from home. Yeah, and I think it's it's also probably a relief for investors to be able to rely on your expertise, you know, because an, another thing, as we said earlier, yes, it would be more attractive to tenants and help them to sort of help investors to let the property quicker. But yeah. that's only the case if the furniture isn't dated and if it's desirable by the tenant. So I think yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, we, um, you know, the furniture that we procure and recommend is is not, trend furniture so it's not you know a 12 month trend where you know 12 months down the line tenants are or landlords are going to need to replace the furniture you know it's furniture that's designed to sort of stand the you know the test of time both in terms of durability but then you know trends and 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 styles as well because we recognize any additional spend on furniture you know as we say sort of comes off the bottom line for the investors Absolutely. Just something that came into my head then is crushed velvet is quite a good example of that, isn't it? I think it was so popular popular, and it was sort of everywhere all over Instagram. And then now people are desperately trying to sell it. I've seen all over Facebook marketplace. (laughs) Oh God, Yeah. I mean, you know, we obviously have sort of suppliers and manufacturers uh, that we speak to and we're kind of, you know, we just, you know, we don't sell that product at all. It's crushed velvet is kind of like a swear word for our design and, and product teams. But, you know, our suppliers and manufacturers just say, you know certainly you know in the last year or so there's been such a huge huge demand for it you know when they're looking to to re-let those properties they probably have to replace that furniture (laughs) yeah yeah, just to to, like you say you know we our furniture is designed to appeal to to mass audiences to to broaden your your market okay great so and another thing that i think we've sort of touched on is um whilst today's tenants are looking for flexibility they're often as well looking for aesthetics. You know, we're the Instagram generation. Yeah. Um, people want to walk in and sort of see what kind of soft furnishings they would be able to add themselves to give it that personality, but with them not having to go out and spend money on beds and sofas and tables and big sort of furniture pieces. Okay, so moving on then to cost. What kind of money can an investor expect to spend on furnishing their rental property? Yeah, so we we live by the the twelve week rule um, of project furniture. So we'd say that twelve weeks of your av- average rental values is what you should be looking to spend on your furniture. So say you know your property. I mean, in Manchester, the average is probably about a thousand to fifteen hundred pound a month at the moment yeah. for you know potentially for a, a two bed flat. So we would say you should be spending about three times that. So you know if you've got a property that's renting for fifteen hundred pound a month, we would say you need to be spending between four to five thousand pound on on your furniture but you know that that being said you know we have a huge range of furniture you know we we deal with anything from sort of housing associations right the way up to you know complete sort of high-end bespoke interior design so we've got a you know range of of products available to to work within sort of any any budgets but we always just say you know we'd rather you have to put furniture in that's relevant to that market. You know, we're not doing our job properly if we're telling uh, clients to overspend. You know, if they're spending too much for money on the furniture, and we're you know we're definitely not telling, um, we're definitely not doing our job properly if we're, you know, sort of advising landlords to to underspend on on the furniture as well, because essentially it's about attracting that market and and obviously you know getting your property rented out as soon as possible. 
okay, great. You know, tiered options with different sort of budget points, different price points. Is that something that you can offer the investor to give them a few different options as to what they could achieve with their property? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have a, a range of furniture that, you know, can be tailored to, to any budget. Um, so quite regularly, investors will want to see uh, a couple of different packages at different price points, but also different trends and styles as well. So, you know, we can certainly give um, the investor a number of different options uh, for them. Okay, great. And so that kind of leads us in quite nicely to the final question then. What is the process with project furniture from start to finish? Yeah, so I suppose, um, I mean, we'll probably send our details out following this. So if you want to get in touch with one of our sales and design teams and just provide us with ideally the floor plans, I mean, normally we do have the floor plans for each development on, on hand. So sometimes it's just a case of sending us the unit number. Bit of a brief as well about, you know, what you're trying to achieve from your furniture package and how, you know, how you want it to work within your apartment. Um, once we have all of that information, we would turn around a quote within 24 hours. Once the client is happy with the quote, there might, there might be a bit of back and forth in terms of you know swapping and changing changing products out. But once the client's happy with the quote, we would then take payment um, for the for the furniture, and then once we've received payment, it will be scheduled in for delivery within sort of seven to seven to ten days. Sometimes sometimes earlier if we can do. We have been known to turn furniture around within sort of 20, 24 to forty eight hours. Um, so once it's paid, we'll we'll deliver it uh, and install it all within, as we say, within sort of 10 days. We'll leave it delivered, assembled, installed. Uh, and as I think I said um, earlier, we'll take, you know, full installation videos before we, we place the furniture in and, and, and post um, installing the furniture. So we can, you know, if the clients and investors are based overseas, um, we can send them, you know, real life video for them to see what the furniture looks like in, in situ um, in, their, in their apartment. And then we also offer a full aftercare process as well. So it's not a case of, you know, we sell you furniture and then and then we move on. You know, there's a full sort of process after where you'll have a dedicated account manager. Um, so if you did want to add any extra bits or if there's any, you know, issues or faults with any of the furniture or there's any sort of tenant misuse problems, you know, we can deliver and install single use furniture within, you know, 24 hours. Okay, great. So I think it's clear to see from everything that you've said that, you know, it's not a one size fits all approach. It's, it's very sort of bespoke service that you offer, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So every client's brief is always different and people are always looking to achieve different things from, from their, if you know, from their rental property. Okay. So Alistair, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a great, a great podcast. Thank you for chatting with me. Thanks for having me, Amber. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. And hopefully that's proven useful for some investors that, you know, are in the decision process of whether to furnish their property or not. Um, and I think it's worth considering all of the pros and cons and sort of potential objections. But certainly from our perspective as well, you know, furnishing has always been more profitable um, and certainly in today's city centre build to rent markets. So for those of you listening, thank you so much for joining us on our 12th episode. If you want to subscribe on your platform of choice, we're available on Spotify, Apple Music and Google Podcasts.